0: What is up, everybody? Ryan from Sports Card Radio. That's right. Ryan from Sports Card Radio, not Colin. Colin is the regular host of the Sports Card Radio podcast. He's done 100, 150 shows or so. He is not here today. We've done the podcast together many times. This is something I thought of doing maybe a couple months ago that I would occasionally throw out podcast on my own. It's taken me um a couple months to to even sit down and be able to do this uh between traveling and and work working and doing all sorts of different things but we're here today oh to give you an update on, on colin i actually talked to him today uh we didn't ta- talk about anything about baseball cards or anything like that but uh, he is doing well uh you know his, his house that he bought is, is is still uh holding up and i think he's doing actually a lot of renovations on that and doing some renovations actually himself on that and kind of creating some tutorial guides that I think he's going to put online and maybe he'll talk about that uh, when he uh, sits down and, and does another podcast. Uh, has, a, has a kid on the way too. Uh, hopefully I'm not breaking any news. He has a son on the way probably in a few months. So um, that's exciting. I know him and his wife are excited and my family and her family and our you know our families are all very excited that should be really cool turlock's a great place to raise a family it sure beats the uh the rough and and tumble uh atmosphere of, of stockton where colin and i grew up and maybe comes through on some of our podcasts at least uh, when i'm on the show with him some of uh, some of the uh stockton ness comes through on the uh the podcast but Turlock's much different, even though it's about uh, only about 45 minutes, an hour away. A great place to raise a family. A little more conservative, a little more, uh, you know, <laughs> conservative in those ways. That's all I'll say about it. I've actually lived in Turlock for two years. We had a, we actually had a sports card shop there for a couple of years that uh, didn't go so well. But that's okay because things are going well now. I have time to to sit here on a Sunday and watch the World Series and talk about sports cards but that's what we're gonna do we just talk about really about sports cards and try to have fun doing it and I'm sure you know some people maybe get butthurt about it but um you know was really inspired to do this uh, you know listening to a lot of political podcasts you know that the tv coverage on CNN on Fox News on MSNBC it's so bad I, at least I feel it's so bad they just have you know on CNN, they'll put Jeffrey Lord and the, and the woman Kaylee McNamani or whatever her name is. And they'll have two or three Clinton supporters or whatever, and they'll just bicker back and forth. And they'll try to, you know, get the Clinton people to admit that Hillary's crooked, and you know the the Hillary people try to get the Trump people to admit that Trump's a you know a bad guy. And it's just pointless, just bickering back and forth. People that that really mean nothing, you know, these surrogates and people bickering back and forth. Um, so I found a lot of really good, several, very good political podcasts where they actually criticize the media and they actually analyze the media coverage and they criticize that and they, and they really go um, in depth about that. So I was inspired by that. I say, hey, I'll do my own podcast where, shoot, I'll criticize uh, the way the sports, card, uh, uh, sports cards are covered or I'll criticize tops or criticize Panini. I'll do whatever the heck I want. I don't really care. Um, doesn't matter to me. Um, if anybody listens, that's fine. I'll probably this will end up being a promoted tweet for me, a good tax write off, um, paying for the podcast hosting, another really good tax write off, business tax write off. So I'm looking for those all the time. Um, so yeah, you know, let's do this. What am I going to talk about? Uh, Tops, you know, they got a twenty seven thousand dollar product. You know, we'll talk about that, and you know how I feel about that. We're going to talk about, we have to talk about Upper Deck EPAC because for a while there I was logging in every day and I was trading every day and it was kind of like a really good break for me when I was working. I'm, you know, working like 15, 20 hours a day sometimes and, you know, it's a a good like five, 10 minute break for me. I'd go get, try to get some trades done. Just, you know, see what was going on over there. It was a good like little break for me from what I normally do, Um, but I haven't logged in for a while and I'll tell you why I haven't done that, why I'm a little upset. Group breaking, we got to talk, I mean, if I'm going to do a pod, this might be the only podcast that I ever do by myself, so we got to talk about, you know, all, all the, the the key stuff. Group breaking, in De- on December 12th, 2014, Beckett wrote a piece, it was entitled 50 Group Breakers to Know, um, so this is basically, you, you could call this like 20 the very start of 2015, and now we're almost like the end of... 2016. So this was almost like two years ago. Beckett wrote this. 50 group breakers to know. I went through and saw and and found out how many were still currently breaking, and I'll tell you that number. So think about that, that in your head. This was two years ago. 50 group breakers to know. How many do you think went out of business? May or may not be surprised by the number, and I'll talk about that. Boom. There we go. So those are the four things I got going on. I'll probably talk about 15 other things, but Let's let's jump back and talk about this $27,000 tops product. So I don't have any uh, right to tell anybody how to spend their money. Um, you know, I've been to Vegas this year, I think, 13 or 14 times. I don't know when I do my taxes, I'll figure out how many times. And on actually on the M-Life card, when you have your M-Life card, and if you plug that into when you're gambling or whatever, it'll actually show how much you've put through a machine. I mean, yeah, so I don't have, if somebody wants to spend $27,000 on this box of cards, I don't even really know what's in it. If somebody wants to do that, I could care less. That, that you know, I'm not going to lose a wink of sleep. Uh, I don't have any right to tell anybody how they're going to spend $27,000. doesn't matter to me. What does matter? What does matter to me is how i had to find out about this product was on the blowout forums. There is nothing as of when I recorded this, this is the day before Halloween 2016, there was nothing about this $27,000 product on the Topps website. Of course the Tops website doesn't have a release date, doesn't have a database of their unbelievably rich history of making baseball, football, basketball, even hockey and Many other entertainment products. Why they don't have a database on their their own website beyond me. But you would think that they have this $27,000 product coming out. There would be information about that. They would want to put that information forward. They would want someone like me to have that information coming from them and not coming from blowout forums. Because trust me, the already 9 or 10 page thread... About this product coming out is epic and I understand where these collectors are coming from again I don't care who how you spend your money if you want to spend $27,000 great but some of these collectors do because these guys um, they might feel a little resentment toward tops that they're they may not be able to get these cards you know they're really passionate I'm not passionate about collecting cards Okay, I worked in a hobby shop when I when I was in seventh grade, and all the way up through high school. And I owned a hobby. I don't care about collecting uh, cards personally. It's more. It's been more of a business for me. That's probably pretty clear if if you've listened to some of the podcasts, and probably even my brother's podcast uh, rubs off that way too. Uh, we're not sitting there, you know, geeking out about these cards, but I understand that people do that's great. I think that's awesome. I geek out about baseball. I geek out about Pearl Jam. Um, so people are going to geek out about these tops garden, especially at tops, which is the most iconic brand so for them to come out with a $27,000 product, something they'd never even done. They never even have anything even close to this for them to not even have anything about it on their website. And for all of this to play out on a forum for these collectors to find out about it and who, who maybe would want to buy it. Um, I understand their frustration um, because this, you know, it'd be like if Pearl Jam announced a concert at a small club and the tickets were $27,000. You know, now I have a decision to make, you know what I mean? I mean, it's, a, you know, they'd never do that. But I I, I, and I, I feel these guys pain. Um, while I don't care how somebody would spend $27,000, and honestly, if Pearl Jam was playing in a small club and I could sit front row for $27,000, I might do that. Um, but let me read you a couple of these, these, some of these quotes in this thread. Again, tops has nothing on their website. So tops, you deserve the roasting that you're getting on the blog form. Let me read some of the, uh, some of the comments. Some of these are, are actually more more thoughtful and not really roasting tops, but just more thoughtful. So this is one reply. The market has already spoken. Look at Tops Mint. Just because the product costs a ton doesn't mean that a Mike Trout auto to number to 50 will be worth any more than it is in Strata, Top Stadium Club, etc. A Trout autograph is a Trout autograph. This is the biggest money grab in the history of grabs and it just needs to stop. It's really turning me off to collecting. So what he's saying is that, you know, when these cards are selling on the secondary market, a Trout Auto from Top Mint that I think was like a $900, $1,000 box, I don't know what it was, number to 50, it's the same as it is in a, a, a Strata or Stadium Club or another on-card autograph to 50 or another nice Mike Trout autograph to 50. Buyers of these cards aren't paying a premium just because it came out of Top Mint. You know, or or just because it's gonna be coming out of this tops twenty-seven thousand dollar product, which I don't even think I've said the name of it. I think it's called Transcendent. Again, Tops doesn't have anything about this on their website. If anybody working at TOPS is listening on this tops uh this podcast, shame on you. What are you guys doing over there? You're letting blowout run the narrative. drive the story on this. Spend Ten minutes, fifteen minutes, thirty minutes max. Put some crap up about this product that you're that that is costing more than anything you've ever come out in the history of your company. This costs more than anything you've ever made, and you don't have anything about it on your website. You're a freaking joke. You don't even have a release date. We could go on. I could go on and on and on and on. I've made hundreds. I've literally made hundreds of thousands of dollars putting up sports card information. So thanks. Actually, thanks, guys that you freaking idiots that you don't do this for yourselves um thanks actually let's read some more comments about this um $27,000 tops i'm trying to stay calm too i'm not trying to get all worked up okay great this is funny they should change the name to tops hillary clinton so i mean that's just i think that's funny um I mean, you could say they could change the name to Tops Donald Trump, too. I think that'd be, you know, equally as funny. Um, here's another thing. Oh, wait, sorry. Oh, I I, I have written down here that, that there were several, um, you know, references to the prospect rush. Um, and there's actually somebody who did a really good recap of the prospect. If you don't know about the prospect rush situation and the like 400 page blowout thread that, that unfolded after that, debacle. Um somebody gave an incredible uh kind of recap, literally like a three like two paragraph recap. Very short, very brief. We'll take you 30 seconds to read and it's incredible. Go look at that. It's like on page, I don't know, six or seven or eight on the um what's this so? transcendent, the twenty seven thousand dollar tops product. But Um, Top, shame on you. I don't care about, well, you can come out with whatever set you want and charge whatever you want. I don't really care. The fact that there is nothing about, you guys will tweet 900 freaking times about a $4 tops Now card that you're going to make, that you're going to sell 200 copies and you might net out a couple hundred bucks on. And you got a twenty-seven thousand dollar product on it uh, coming out, and you, and there's nothing. Does that make any sense at all? Does that does that uh, should that give any confidence for for group breakers or investors or people to just pull their money together to buy this stuff from you at all? Have you done high? Have you done high and right? Uh, Tops Mint was mentioned in this very thread. How did that set go over? You know. I'm sure I don't I don't know I'm that's actually a real question that's not a rhetorical question I I I don't know how top cement did on the secondary market in terms of you know the boxes and did group breakers like it and then bottom line did you know did uh the collectors like it was anybody going and buying single boxes I don't really know maybe maybe not from the reaction on the blowout forums um I didn't see a whole lot of positive uh vibes and positive thoughts about this set so tops next time you know get a clue stop relying on blowout buzz and uh you know a 5x felon mike smith and cardboard connection and uh you know the jokers at beckett to do your hyping and your promoting because if it trust me if it ends up on a forum it's not going to go well for you guys that you don't have fanboys over there Like you do on Twitter um, and like you do, you know, at these, you know, publishers clearing house of, you know, copy and paste sites that are out there. So get a clue. Start copy and pasting and put it on your own website because trust me, that's where uh, you want this information to come out. I would have went there and, and looked over this. I don't even know what's in it. Cause I just read the forum threads cause those were way better than reading in some stupid sell sheet or some cut and paste thing off, off Beckett or off the five X felon site. Right. Reading what people really thought, you know, when you say, Oh, they should change the name to top Hillary Clinton. I mean, that was, that's, that made me laugh. So it was funny. So I don't, I can't remember last time I went to, to Beckett and laughed. So there you go. $27,000 product. You know, if you, if you buy it, let me know what you think about it upper deck EPAC. i've been accused of being the upper deck EPAC fanboy but now i'm going to criticize him so we'll see how that goes anyways a couple months ago full disclosure a couple months ago somebody from upper deck emailed me they wanted me to do some videos tutorial videos really anything i wanted to about upper deck EPAC, and put it on my youtube channels so I, I was like yeah i'll, I'll I was going to do that anyways for free, but I told him, you know, you know, big problem for me is from August to February, I'm working 12 hours a day minimum, and if I have a day off or a week off or two weeks off, I'm going straight to the Arizona Fall League, I'm going straight to a Lakers game, I'm going straight to Vegas, I'm going straight to a Warriors game, I'm going straight to Frisco, I'm going straight to a, you know, Giants game, playoff game, concert, you know, I'm not going to do a video, but from February to July, sure. I probably would bang out one or two at least in that time period and that worked for them and they didn't really care what what I did or what my schedule was, but they just, you know, they wanted me to do I was I was gonna do one anyway, so it was a great conversation. But, really disappointed. You know, I've been a loyal EPAC user really since February when they opened up the trading. I mean, I've been on there every day. Every time a product comes out, I'll buy two boxes minimum. Usually just the two on release day and I'll trade them. Basically because uh, you know if you if you're able if you have the money to buy some product on release day, it kind of gives you some leverage cuz there's a lot of people maybe who don't have 100 bucks, 150, 200 bucks to drop on some boxes right then, but they still want the cards. So guess what? Now I got them. And they maybe have some stuff that, that I that I want for trade. And now we could work out a trade and no money's involved. So it's a great site. The trading is revolutionary. It's actually got me geeking out about cards again. I said ten minutes about ten minutes ago how I don't geek out about cards. I geek out about on Upper Deck Epac. It's really cool. And I don't even collect hockey cards. I never collected hockey cards before. I couldn't tell you about most of the hockey players having to learn that has been uh a great challenge, actually, but it's been actually a lot of fun, and I've been starting to follow hockey a little bit more in the standings and the players and um, all that stuff. So it's 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 been a lot of fun, and but extremely disappointed. A Couple weeks ago, got an email. It was such a letdown because the title of the email was Upper Deck Upper Deck e Release Date Calendar, and I was like, I'm about hit the roof. You know, I'm about, couldn't open the email fast enough. I mean, I'm just like clicking so fast to get the email open. You know, first couple paragraphs, it, it explains the release dates and you know some of the things, and it was nothing, nothing uh, that I hadn't already expected or nothing that I was really surprised. Maybe a couple little you know things that they mentioned, but I was like, okay, cool, I'm, I'm stoked. There's all this text underneath, and I'm like, okay, more and more, cool. But then it proceeded to talk about how you know hobby shops. And distributors like Universal Distribution and GTS Distribution, they're going to, you know, and hobby shops, they're going to be getting this product first and it will not be on the EPAC side. And, oh yeah, and and, and this product that will be sold through GTS Distribution, Universal Distribution and these Canada hobby shops uh, will, you know, there'll be exclusive content in here that won't be available on the Upper Deck EPAC and the price on Upper Deck EPAC will be higher than what you will pay. And so here I am, you know, this guy that only geeks out really about pro Jam, the Arizona Falling, and a couple other things. And lo and behold, finally, you know, something about cards got me to geek out again, you know, maybe after about 15 years or so. And they send this email that basically just, you know, leaves me no motivation to go on the Upper Deck e pack sign and buy cards because one these hobby shops and these distributors have boxes before I can get it and the cards in there are supposedly better and I can they can get more and they'll be less expensive and breaking news newsflash I live out in California it's probably 90 degrees the other day here breaking news newsflash this isn't exactly a hockey town or really a hockey state Breaking news. California isn't a hockey state. Another thing that shouldn't be breaking news is the real estate and even commercial real estate, and even in Stockton compared to a lot of the other parts of this country, isn't exactly cheap. Especially when you get over the Bay Area, which might be the most expensive real estate market in the world. I think the other night I stayed in a $1.4 million uh, condo across the street from AT&T Park, and it was lovely. I mean, I was like, well, man, I want one of these. And then. I was like 1.4 million dollars. I was like, I just couldn't fathom what that would buy in uh, Stockton, let alone many, many other parts of this country, and even in Arizona. I was looking at some 300 thousand dollar, really cool tri level office condos. Anyways, um, back to EPAC. We I, so I was so disappointed. This guy who'd been, you know, geeking out about EPAC and this email basically squashed all my motivation to go to this site breaking news news flash commercial real estate in california is pretty expensive so guess what they're not a whole lot of hobby shops the one that was about 20 minutes that was semi-decent maybe they would have some hockey newer hockey products maybe i don't know more mostly football baseball and basketball that that got bought out and by gaming now it's all gaming it's all you know magic and Yu-Gi-Oh! and all that Pokemon and stuff. So no more sports cards in that shop. So that was twenty minutes away. Round uh, both ways. So it would be about an hour for me to go there. Pain in the butt, too, because it's like uh it's like three freeways. So you gotta transfer. You know, it's that's a pain in the butt. Us people out here in California don't know how that goes. Pain in the butt to get there. So that one's gone. The other one, the next hobby shop that maybe would have some hockey cards would be in Sacramento, and that would be an hour away, both, so that would be a two-hour drive, plus, I don't, would they have hockey cards, I don't know, again, there's no team in Sacramento, I don't, they're probably not busting down the door to get series one boxes, so then, you know, if I go online, I can buy a box from a guy named DA or a guy named Blowout, guess what, nobody does that, the common man doesn't do that, is it on Amazon Prime, then I'm not gonna buy, if it's not on Amazon Prime, I'm not gonna buy it, period. So if it's not on Amazon Prime, I'm not going to buy it. I want to buy it on Upper Deck EPAC because I don't want the physical cards. I don't want cards here. I want them on check on my cards or I want them on the EPAC site so I can trade them. You know, and another thing that bothers me is this kid, Austin Matthews, wouldn't probably, I probably would recognize me if he walked by me on the street only because I've seen him with his helmet off and a couple times and do a couple interviews. Probably would recognize him. 99% of the people in California wouldn't and 100 150% of the people in Stockton don't give a f about Austin Matthews and wouldn't know who the f he was. I'm probably the only person in this whole city that knows who he is and cares about him because I want his I want his cards. I want to be able to collect them or if I pull one bomb, well, maybe I can trade him for like three larkins or something. I don't know what they're selling for now. Upper deck Hockey season has started, and it's crickets on the E.P.A.C. site. Kid scores four goals. Tops is over here with a brand new—I don't know—Top's Skate app. The the you know their digital cards are not even real. There's no way to get a real Tops hockey card now. They don't have the license for that. Physically, legally, can't make that. But there are people over there collecting or buying or whatever they're doing over on the Top's Skate app. Hey, Upper Deck, why don't you? Put some phony Austin Matthews cards out that if you end up pulling 20 of them, you get a real one. You should have had this planned out months before. You knew he was going to play. You knew he was good. He was the number one pick, right? Oh, gosh. If you get picked number one in the hockey, breaking news, if you get picked number one in the NHL hockey drafts, you're probably good at hockey. Wow. Breaking news, newsflash. He went to a team that's been desperate, apparently. I don't, again, I don't know much about the NHL, but apparently a team that's been desperate for a new star and a, a new face, a fresh face. God, here's this kid from Arizona who's, you know, could be a potentially great player. Breaking news, news flash, He was the number one pick. Maybe have something in the pipeline going. You can get a picture pretty quick. If tops can make these stupid tops now car and these Panini Instant cards, I'm sure you guys could get a picture of Austin Matthews scoring four goals. Probably a couple cameramen there. And if there wasn't, probably after the third goal, I bet there were people snapping pictures because they were like, wow, this could get historic. Nothing. Can't get an Austin Matthews card on the. Air. I, don't, I haven't been on there in two weeks. Maybe you can, but I don't think you can. So I would have heard about it through the grapevine. Somebody would have texted me or I would have got an email from one of my buddies been like, dude, you got a Matthews yet or you want to trade me a Larkin for 20 of these fake Matthews cards? I might have thought about it. Might have done it. If it were, I don't care. I would have no loyalty to a hockey team to these players. So when people send me trades, I'm not like, ooh, I can't trade my Chicago Blackhawks cards. I can't trade my Max Domi card because he's so cute. No. I don't care. Send me a trade. I don't care. I'll trade a McDavid right now if the trade's right. So I'm disappointed because it's clear that Upper Deck still, to this day, this company has been devastated over the years. I could go on and on. I've done a lot of research actually about Upper Deck and the devastation that has happened really after the tail end of Really started at the tail end of Richard Williams life and the losing the MLB license and the losing the NFL license, getting sued by the MLB, getting sued by NFL players. And just, I mean, they mountains of debt. They still apparently uh, that's still a thing is the money they owe to the United States government for taxes. So that's still a thing that's being worked out. That's all that information is publicly available online. Um, not anywhere on Beckett or the 5X Felon Cardboard Connection website or any of these other copy and paste sites or blowout buzz or whatever it's called. It's not going to be on there. So You guys got to do a little more digging than that. You can't just search Google. Can't just search Google for that. You got to do a little more research for that. But, you know, this devastation that happened and then. the the devastation that has happened to upper deck. And finally they have this great idea, this great platform. And I'm going to share the thing that the president of upper deck even told me when I talked to him at the national, he was like every day or not every day, every time they talk to Tim who owns check on my cards, they always ask him this one critical question. They were like, have you got the call yet? Okay. And so what they're referencing is, have you got the call from tops and Panini that they want to copy this? So if Upper Deck is asking that to check on my cards, don't you think that means Upper Deck must be making a lot of money and that must be working out for them? To, for them to think, wow, boy, pretty soon Panini or, or Topps is going to call Tim from checking my cards and copy us. Upper Deck is waiting for Panini and Topps to copy them, and they are shocked that they haven't yet. Because Upper Deck has made a ton of money on this stuff. I have saw the people that were the feeding frenzy that was Connor McDavid. I... Know all about it, and I myself succumbed to some of that. I probably bought five or six boxes myself. I pulled one. I had a grape. Oh man, I did really well on series one. I have nothing to complain about. I had a box where it was a McDavid. I had a McDavid. I had a, a, a Young Gun that's worth like about a buck fifty right now. I hit a Larkin Canvas that's twenty five thirty. I hit a Toes a jo- Jonathan Tays. I said his name wrong. Jonathan Taze, I think his name. The Blackhawks, Day with a Cup. That's worth, like... At the time, it was worth, like, 40. I don't know what it's worth now. Um, oh, and I got a couple. Of, there was something else. There's some other things in there, too. The Panarin, uh, Panarin Young Gun. That's, like, 10. It was a great box. Anyways, Upper Deck, you know, they they finally have... Have come up with something good. They're shocked that Panini and Tops hasn't copied them. They laugh at these Panini, uh, this Tops now and this Panini instant, which is pennies compared to what Upper Deck has made on EPAC. Pennies! And people would be shocked to know that. They think, oh, these Tops now cards, oh my God, they sell 100, 200 a day. (laughs) Upper Deck is over there selling boxes for like 100, 150 bucks that have nothing in it and that I have to buy just so I can, I have to buy them so I can have stuff to trade. So my fun can cont- continue. You guys, you know, again, I don't expect people to really understand how it works. Um, but I'm a frustrated epacker over here. I'm frustrated at Upper Deck Epac, and I'm certainly not gonna do any tutorial videos until they get their act straight and stop caring about the interest of universal distribution, GTS distributions, and these hobby shops that are nowhere near me, and even if the the ones that are an hour away They're not going to carry hockey. And I don't want to order from some guy named Blowout and some guy named Dave and Adams. No thanks. And they're over on the East Coast. It's going to take a week for me to get it. Amazon Prime. I get stuff the next day. I've ordered stuff in the morning and it comes in three in the afternoon. Welcome to the freaking 2016. I feel like sometimes the card world is stuck in 1993 but oh well what you couldn't do in 1993 was conduct group breaks online so that's a new thing and and i referenced this at the beginning of the show but in on december 12 2014 beckett wrote an article 50 group breakers to know and I said that I went through and calculated how many had gone out of business. And I was actually surprised. Um, it's, it's less than I thought are totally wiped off the face of the earth. Not wiped off the face of the earth, literally, but their website was or it was clear that they were no longer in business. And I, I actually took the extra step to actually go to their Twitter feed because there were a couple that appeared that they were out of business or their website was definitely no longer active. But they had changed their website because I went to their Twitter and they were still breaking. They still had had very recent, sometimes, you know, within the day where they were promoting a break. But they had just changed websites. So Beckett had had an outdated website. So I actually had to do a two-step process. Go see if their website was still active. If, If it wasn't. Uh, You know, if I couldn't see like a recent break posted or, you know, it looked like a dead or a lot of a couple of these were totally dead websites. I actually went to their Twitter, went to their Twitter page and just saw when their recent tweets were. So only 12 of the 50 group breakers are totally wiped off the earth from this 50 group breakers to know 12 are totally out of business. The other, oh my God, 38 are still doing breaks in some form or fashion. Now, I would I would say very strongly that many or most of them, over twenty of them, were very small time break. Here it looked like a, maybe a break here, break there, uh, maybe one product a week, uh, maybe one or two products a week. There were several, and I I <clears throat> don't want to name them because I <clears throat> I don't want to leave anybody out. There were several that uh, definitely have a much bigger operation where they're breaking stuff dang near every day and several products every day in some cases and have several people working for them. So little surprise that it isn't probably less people doing it, but the thing that I would, uh, I wish I could take this a step further, probably impossible to do this unless you have the budget of a, of a news organization, or you just had a lot of motivation, but find out what's has the growth really stalled in group breaking? Where are we at with this? I mentioned back, it was the first time I had ever been to the Chicago National, so this had to have been like 2013. How I think it was this 2012 or 2013 when these guys were really in the thick of the. 2012 football class Andrew Luck Robert Griffin and Russell Wilson, which really kind of fueled some of the growth and some of the spawned a lot of these group breakers. I mentioned how these guys are really going to have a hard time scaling this to a really big business. Like how are these guys going to make a lot of money? Maybe they make a couple grand a month or ten grand here and there. But how are they going to make you know six figures plus per year or millions of dollars off this? Would you break? You know how do you break twenty four seven or how do you how do you do that? And I want to say that 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 st- challenge is still there. I, I I don't know. I'd love to find out. Um, certainly, I mean, every time you you ask a group breaker how things are going, they're probably going, oh how, things are great. Especially to me, because you know they know I'm gonna yap or or tweet about it or or mention it, or I'm always looking for an angle on group breakers, and and uh, you know maybe they think I'm gonna criticize them, but. So, you know, 38 group breakers from this 50 group breakers to know are actually, you can still get to know them. You can still break with them in some form or fashion. Uh, I wouldn't say the business is, is is incredible. I just don't get that sense, especially now with tops dropping out of football. I'd be very, very, very curious how that has affected people. And I don't know if people keep that type of metrics. Their Their football sales from year to year, how does that compare? I mean, you, we got to get through the season, but oh man, I love—I'd love to see that information. That's the type of information that should be available. That's the type of information that should be discussed at uh, you know panels at the national or you know something like the industry summit, which has become a total you know sham. So I just want to throw out there too that are there—I I got banned from the industry summit a few years ago, and there have been a lot of people. Really appreciate it. There have been a lot of people in this industry who have come up to me personally and be like, I'm going to go talk to Kevin Isaacson and get you back into the summit. We need you there. And he had record. He doesn't realize that he had record attendance when you were there blowing up Twitter and tops and stuff. All these people came out and he got media sponsorships because you were there tweeting before anybody else. I've had like three or four people from distributors and group, group, group breakers. And other people at the National tell me, oh, they're go- I want to go up to Kevin and talk to him and get you back into this, uh, to the summit. And he doesn't realize how much business he's lost and stuff. A bunch of people have come up. and you know, And I really appreciate that. The thing is, I don't want to go back. I have no interest in going back. I've seen Kevin Isaacson. I've had the opportunity to talk to him. I would have no problem picking up the phone and talking to him. I don't want to go back. I've been to Vegas fourteen times this year. I you couldn't pay me to go to the Tuscany Suites, even if you know Michael Eisner, the owner of Topps, was giving a talk. I would I could just couldn't leave the Aria. I couldn't leave my suite at the Vidara. I couldn't leave the pool. Oh. Oh wow. Well, we got to talk about something else. I, I started thinking about the, the pools in Vegas, but. Yeah, you couldn't pay me to go over the Tuscany Suites. I don't even know where that is. I've been to Vegas 30 times in my life. I couldn't even tell you where the Tusky Suites is. I just know it's not where I want to be. I guarantee you that. I know for a fact. Um, I don't want it to. just. It'd be awkward now. It would be. It just. It just wouldn't work. I wouldn't be able to say what I wanted. I'd always be like cautious about what I said. And that's just weird. I'm not. I'm not even getting paid to be there. So what? <laughs> so why cause myself that stress? There's no really point. I go to the National um, and I can do whatever I want. Nobody from the National has ever said, oh, you said this in your videos or you, you criticized us here on Twitter or this or that. Nobody's ever said Jack to me. They let me come in and do whatever the heck I want. I could take video the whole time and nobody would say Jack to me. I could tweet whatever I want and nobody say Jack with me. So guess what? I'm going to go every year and do videos, uh, that I don't even get paid for. I'm going to create content that I don't even get paid for. I'm going to answer countless emails uh, about the national that I don't even get paid for because, because they, because they leave me alone and, and they treat me, they treat me right. Uh, either leave me alone, or, or, or and let me do whatever I want. That's how I want. I don't, I don't need, I don't need any kind of hands-on treatment. Um, I don't need any special treatment. Just let me come, let me do whatever I want, let me create whatever type of content I want, let me uh, say whatever I want, and we're good. I'll show up every year, and guess what? I guarantee I've brought a few people to the national that wouldn't have gone. I can say that with certainty, and I do it with pleasure, and I can't wait to go back. Next year, I think it's a little earlier this year. Thank you, national folks. Probably aren't even listening to this, but thank you if you are for doing it a little earlier. If you could do it uh, before the NFL season and even before the NFL preseason every year, please and thank you. And, you know, I spent the last 40 minutes... uh, Laying some criticism on the tops and upper deck, I didn't even speak about uh, Panini. That's because they're not even they're not even worth talking about. They're a freaking joke. Uh, really need to drain the freaking swamp over there. Uh, no offense to anybody over there. I'm sure you guys are all nice guys and whatever, but really, really need some new voices. Those blog posts, Tracy Hackler, bro, get a new job. Seriously. M- Jason Horowitz or whatever the f F your name is. You're a joke, bro. You're a freaking joke. Absolute freaking joke. DJ, the sales manager or whatever. I've heard you talk to distributors before. I've heard how you talk to them and how you refer to your quote unquote customers. You're a freaking joke. So you're lucky I didn't go on for 40 minutes railing about you guys. You guys are a freaking joke, absolute joke. Drain the swamp over there. Panini really sucks. I mean, nothing I can't even. I can't even think of anything good to say about them. So, you know, I'm sure you know they have their fans out there because they have the little parties and they'll stroke you and they'll rub you off a little bit a lot more than Tops ever will. A lot more than Tops and Upper Deck ever will. Panini will get out there and stroke you a little bit, but. Uh, to the common fans, to the guys who've been around the block a little bit, guys, who, guys who've been around the game a little bit, Panini's an absolute joke. You guys are tired. Your stuff is whack. So nobody cares about it outside the hardcore guy. You're not bringing in anything new. And with these exclusive licenses, you're really shutting things. People are, people are about to see... What's happening with football? What has happened with the basketball market, and what's going to happen to the football market without tops? So it helps to have sometimes have that competitor in there spending that marketing dollar, getting that same customer that you need to buy some football products cuz maybe hey maybe yeah he does buy a couple cases of tops chrome and some of the and tops five star and he likes that stuff but he'll dip into the contenders he'll dip into the score he'll dip into all the 38 other products you guys have out so yeah having that other competitor there competitor there sucks you think they're taking all this business but you kind of forget about the business that they add the, the the indirect marketing that they do for your products because maybe you come out with a product that's better than theirs that week or the, in that you know two week time span when these things are relevant really like a two-day time span when these things are relevant maybe your product's slightly better because it's got better patches or it's got the logo or man or whatever you guys can put whatever you want on these cards. Practically, and people will buy them. It's a joke, though. Tops can i, I Tops can put whatever they want, and people will buy them. Panini, you guys, you guys are selling sandwich. I mean, people think you are selling sandwiches, so it's a freaking joke. So, drain the swamp over there, Hackler, Horowitz, DJ, all you guys. CEO, the CEO who should have quit and resigned or been fired after the flawless debacle. After the last, you know, super high-end, most expensive product ever made. Boy, what a disaster that was. So maybe that's a a little foreshadowing for the tops 27,000, which is like 10 times more expensive. Shocking, but. You guys are a joke. Drain the swamp over there. I think all you guys working at these card companies should quit and retire. If the best thing you can come up with is a twenty-seven thousand dollars product, you guys are a freaking joke because you're just pissing off the the people that have been most loyal to to you and have stuck with you through the '80s and '90s. They're not buying a twenty-seven thousand dollars product. Not investing in that. Got a lot better things to do. Can do a lot. There, there was actually in that forum thread, We'll keep this thing. Uh, under R-rated at least. There's some really good things in that forum thread that you could do for $27,000. So I'll leave with that. Drain the Swamp. Hopefully I'll be back. Got a lot of work to do at least this week and probably the next few weeks and maybe the rest of the year, but uh, maybe February we'll see you. Who knows? Maybe we'll see you next week. Hopefully my brother gets back on Does His Thing, Does the Podcast. I know he's super busy. That's almost kind of why I jumped in here too. I know he's super busy doing his thing. and um People like to hear this stuff. I loved. It. I'm refreshing political podcasts all day, so I could only imagine, um, you know, people who like to hear sports card stuff. They'll give a little something. So there's a little 45 minutes for you. Enjoy. Take it easy. Peace out. Don't think. Don't take every anything too serious. Trust me. I'm going to go about my life here, and I got 15 hours of work to do uh, for the next two months straight. So. Don't take take anything I say too seriously. I'm not over here sweating it. I'm not over here losing sleep over it. Don't you don't, don't you either, okay? Uh relax, enjoy yourselves. Come out to the Arizona Fall League. Come out to Vegas. C- come out anytime in Vegas. You car guys are welcome, especially uh, if I've met you before, especially at the National. Come on out. Let's go to the suite. Let's go to the craps table. Let's go to the pool. Ah, uh, I'll just leave it at that. The Vegas pool in the summer, guys. Uh I've seen some rare Pokemon there. I'll just leave it at that. And I ain't talking about the app. Talk to you later.